0: Hello beautiful women, this is Sarah Avon Stover and welcome to She Talks, a space to come home to your inner wisdom. And I hope that this message finds you safe and well wherever you happen to be in the world. I am speaking to you today from my home in Santa Barbara, California, uh, where I am in week six of self-quarantine and i know like for all of you this time has had a lot of different flavors to it but there's some some semblance of finding a routine now within within this quote new normal and really learning to just set the bar very low and to give myself a lot of extra support. So I hope that you are doing the same. And I hope that this talk can also offer you that. And today's talk is a recording of a talk that I gave on the morning of New Year's Eve this past year, 2019, which seems like forever ago. (laughs) And This retreat was a women's retreat at 1440 Multiversity, a really, really extraordinary state-of-the-art retreat center about four hours north of me, just outside of Santa Cruz, California in the Redwoods. And this talk was about mending our lives and the, the healing process of coming into wholeness and how as we resolve inner conflicts, as we heal ourselves, we also help to heal the world. So it includes a short meditation of an arrival and centering at the beginning. And I talk about the role of the sacred feminine in the world. I talk about grief and how we live in a very grief-adverse world. And like I said, I I talk about mending our lives and coming into wholeness and really making sure that we take into account all different dimensions and aspects of ourselves and life and not just sunshine and rainbows. (laughs) So again, I hope that it's supportive and it cuts off somewhat abruptly at the end, and just because that felt like the right place to end it in terms of what came next in the flow of that particular retreat. So what I do is I end with a journaling prompt, and, and then that's the end of the talk. So I invite you to listen to the talk, to listen to the journaling prompt. If it resonates, you can then journal about that topic You can bookmark it for later to journal about it, or you can just contemplate it as you move through your day. And if this talk resonates with you, I invite you to join me and our community of women around the world for the next virtual retreat that I'm leading happening Saturday, May 7th. Um, which is Mother's Day weekend here in the US. And the theme for next month's retreat is calling on the Divine Mother. Calling on the Divine Mother. And as I listen in, this is really what's wanting to come through right now. The Divine Mother is is really her medicine is really needed on the planet right now and in each of our individual lives to better help us be resourced uh, for these very painful, challenging times. And this retreat is happening inside Women's House of Wisdom. It's women'shouseofwisdom.com. And this is an unconventional sanctuary for feminine spiritual practice that I created in response to this pandemic to give us a place to come for community support, to connect with others and yourself in your depths, and to find that place of inner strength and even strength to be more real, more vulnerable. And to find that inner compass during these uh, unstable and uncertain times. And the Divine Mother and feminine beauty and wisdom in general are the medicine, some of the medicine our world needs right now. So this is my gift to our community. This is my gift to the world during this time. And with that, it's a pay from the heart model to pay what feels right for you. You can learn more and join us. You can join us today. We have the recording from the April retreat in there and an archive of pre-recorded women's yoga and meditation practices in there and just a really beautiful community of women. And you can also be sure to join us before the next retreat on Saturday, May 7th. And all of this is at womenshouseofwisdom.com. Women'sHouseOfWisdom.com. So take good care and be really gentle with yourself. Set the bar low and um, enjoy today's She Talk. Lots of love. Good morning. Good morning. Did I say something last night? <laughs> Am I getting those silent treatments? You should choose different places. Two different places. <laughs> should have brought my I have long distance glasses. I should have brought them this morning so I could see you all. <laughs> why don't we? Why don't we fill in some more? Even if we had the same spot, even if you had the same spot, we'll just go a little wild. You know, it's New Year's Eve and everything. <laughs> It's a day for breaking the rules. Is someone in this spot here, or is that? We don't know. I know it can be annoying when you go to class and you're all like settled in your spot and staked out your territory and then you need to move. It happens in life too, doesn't it? You think like yeah I'm settled here, this is good. So here we are on our last day of 2019 together. We made it through another year. The good, the bad, the ugly. And actually, first, let's just let's sit for a few moments together. And in service of training up our attention span, which is ever-dwindling, our poor brains, I wonder what our brains are going to evolve into from all of this, but in service of training that up, listen to the sound of the bell for as far as you can follow that sound, okay? So let's close our eyes together. and breathe into a strong and elegant and graceful, resilient spine. The spine that continues to return you upright. Along the line of your spine Contact the felt sense of your center. And take a few generous breaths into your center, Just feeding it with your presence, with your love. With your willingness to inhabit yourself and your life more consciously. Hopefully, and perhaps more fully than any day that has ever come before this one, right here now. Let's listen from our centers to the sound of the bell. Sit silently together for some moments. Listening, listen. That's fine. Listen. Eyes. so many reasons why I love being in nature mm-hmm. imagine you feel the same way one of the things that I love is I feel like an ancestral connection to land, to land in different parts of this country, to land in different parts of this world, and can feel what it was like to live on that land thousands of years ago, hundreds of years ago, millions of years ago, And something that I really appreciate about our ancestors and the land in this part of the world is their connection to direction to north, south, east, and west, and how each of those directions had a color, uh, a totem animal, a a whole symbology and there's a ritual of of greeting each of those directions every day at the rise of the of the sun and this goes back to what i was sharing yesterday about how we've really lost that aspect of that sacred aspect of life that celebrates the arrival of a new day and that's something to grieve and that's something to be curious about and say like what happened to us that we just we we wake up and sometimes we and I know I've had many of these days in my life I resent the day like like where I am in my life or what I you know what I need to do that day or we just we're unconscious and we, we just go into the automatic mode and we're just going through the motions like machines. And we've lost this sacred orientation. And that reminds me, I wanted to read you that quote from the book I mentioned yesterday, When Women Were Birds. I found it. Once upon a time when women were birds, there was the simple understanding that to sing at dawn and to sing at dusk was to heal the world through joy. The birds still remember what we have forgotten, that the world is meant to be celebrated. The world is meant to be celebrated. Not just when the world is how we want it to be, how we think it should be. The world is meant to be celebrated in its isness, in its suchness. And this is on us. This is on us to do. This is is what the feminine does. The feminine loves fiercely. The feminine loves unconditionally. The feminine loves the wretched, the horrible, the outcast, and the stupendous, and everything in between. The feminine loves... It all. The feminine celebrates it all. Not some other feminine, not the feminine that you read about in the book, or the concept that you have in your mind, or the fairy tale figure or the action figure. Like no, the feminine in you. The feminine in you needs to do this. Not just to heal the world, but to heal you. Because healing the world is healing you. And healing you is healing the world. It's just an illusion that those are two separate things. Our world is a mirror of our insides. And this is really, this is, the feminine does many dances, many dances. I know it's not easy, all these dances that, that we do. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's fun, sometimes not so much. But that's life, right? Life is, life is, is dual, it's filled, it, the world is about dancing between the dualities. And the better we get at dancing between the dualities, the more fun life is gonna be. So we all come from, a, from oneness. Our essence is oneness. And this is expressed through many names, through the single point field, the quantum field, heaven, universal chi. We start from this this single place, and then as we incarnate, we incarnate into this world of dualities. Where we have night and we have day. Where we have joy and we have sorrow. Where we have greed and generosity, anger and kindness. Death and birth. Love and fear. Male and female. Waking and sleeping, we have Everywhere we look, there are these dualities. So what do we do with that? What do we do with these dualities? How do we make sense of them? How do we live with them? And what the heck does this have to do with the New Year's retreat? <laughs> One of the things that we're obsessed with in our culture is forward. Thinking, forward direction, forward and up. And anytime time that we become myopic about a certain thing, a certain direction, just a certain perspective of life, we are weakening ourselves because we're cutting ourselves off from those other perspectives. And the natives on this land, our ancestors, had these rituals of waking up and greeting all the directions, all the directions, not just one of them, not just two of them, all the directions, seeing how they all are part of creating a whole, a whole in one's day A hole in one's inner being. And a hole in the world. So as we become myopic and only looking forward, like what's 2020 going to be? What are the 2020s going to be? And only looking up. Yes, I'm an optimist. I, I like to just trust that the best is unfolding. But it's also important to be a realist and to not kind of brush over things, not sweep things under the rug, not ignore the elephant in the living room, being willing to see the fullness of what's present at any particular time to be able to to really take in all the directions. And so we have this dance that we're doing, yet another feminine dance of we are creating. Yes, our lives are ultimately our greatest masterpieces, at least that is the invitation. We're creating And we're also healing, we're also mending. And that healing and that mending comes from looking back and looking down. The creating comes from looking forward and looking up. So we're mending and we're creating (coughs) and in this way we are we're healers. Like healing is a creative act. So we're creating our lives as we're healing our lives. And those two are really the same thing. You know, here The spa is called Healing Arts. Healing Arts, seeing healing as an art. So yesterday, we spent a lot of time looking at this past year, because one of the things that we do is we, with all this forward momentum, is we can leave a lot of loose ends. And we get really sloppy with and lazy about completions, whether that's jumping into a new relationship too quickly, whether that's um, running away from a certain place or a certain situation without having adequate um, closure or grieving. We, we live in a very brief adverse culture where we're, we're afraid to feel the darker things. We're afraid to feel the sadness. We're afraid to let the loss shatter us and, and break us open, break us apart. We're afraid to feel the enormity of rage, a rage of, of a betrayal or things not turning out the way that we want. And it's these it's these darker feelings, it's these more challenging times in our lives that really make us who we are. Your 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 heart can't really open unless it's totally shattered first. You can't feel tremendous joy until you have. Just been on the floor for a long time in grief. You have to know both ends of the duality to be able to inhabit that center point, which is the fullness of being human and being alive. So I invite you as we spend this day of more reflection, and hopefully a year that will consist of many days, ideally every day of reflection, with these like micro retreats each day, these, these quiet times, ideally at the start of each day where, where you have the space outer space and the inner space to contemplate these deeper things and to, to, to look in all the directions, to greet wholeheartedly all the directions and to start to weave them into the fabric of, of you. And into this this tapestry that that is your life. And that's all that's being created every day, whether you're doing that consciously or unconsciously. Because if you're not looking at the back and the down directions, there's a, a hidden weaver inside of you that is weaving your future from those dimensions, that you're just you're just ignoring that. So what would happen if you stopped ignoring that and you started partnering with that? You started bringing it into into the daylight, into the consciousness, into the way that that you you celebrate and greet each day. So this is this is living honestly. This is, this is living as, as a true human being. We're here, yes, we come from this oneness and we're all here with that seeker's urge. Like, how can I find my way back home, home to that oneness? And we try to seek that feeling and so through so many different things, through, um, relationships and through money and through having our bodies look, look a certain way and we, we we continually try to get it through all these different places through coming to a retreat at multiversity and all of those things are beautiful you know we we want to feel fulfilled in our lives but but we know we know that it's not it's, it's in here And again, out here is merely a reflection of what's in here. So if we do that, we do that mending in here every day, if we we keep weaving that fabric of wholeness by unifying, integrating all these directions, we're going to see that reflected out here. <clears throat> so conflict, conflict is a, is a natural and normal part of duality, right? How many of you have some sort of a conflict happening in your life outside of you and or inside of you right now? Hopefully every single person is raising their hand because <laughs> there's always a long list of these conflicts. Most of them are in here. For every part of you that wants to do this one thing, there's another part of you that wants to do the exact opposite. And so how do we rectify these opposites? How do we dance with these opposites? How do we celebrate these opposites? How do we heal these opposites so that the kingdom of heaven is within? Heaven is a remembrance of our oneness. So that by acknowledging and unifying these opposites, we we, we, we return to this place of home in our own hearts. This place of, of oneness, of belonging, of wholeness in our own hearts. This is the challenge and the opportunity of our human life of our human lives. This is it. To recreate that feeling of heaven inside of us. That feeling of home inside of us. And then as we do that, so too the world around us becomes that as within, so without. So take a moment now in your journal and reflect on the things that come to mind. Can be large, can be small, can be significant, mundane. Things that need healing, that need mending in your life. Conflicts that need some harmonization, some integration. I'm going to give you some more time for this process in just a moment, but I just really want to punctuate the point here, which is that These micro retreats that we carve out for ourselves every day, ideally in the morning. It's not a time to gloss over the details of our lives. It's a time to to, to look really closely at everything. We give everything a seat at the table. To look in all the directions, incorporate all the directions, and really honestly, really bravely see what's there. And you don't necessarily need to do anything with that. There's a larger current of life that maybe later downstream will show you. Like that quote that I read yesterday, of, you know, sometimes we just need to be in the questions and live our way into the answers. Just be willing to see, be willing to listen, be willing to acknowledge as much of the full spectrum as we can. And this is this is how we become whole. This is how How we live whole lives and this is how we can restore the world to its wholeness.